0: Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to Journey to Purpose Podcast, your source for Christ-centered girl talk and inspiration. I am your host, Ilana Major, and I hope that you are as excited and inspired by this message as I am. Let's get into it. Hello, 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 everyone, and Thank you for tuning in to Journey to Purpose Podcast. I am your host, Ilana Major, and I am extremely excited that you are here with me on today. Before I get into this podcast episode, for those of you guys who are listening for the first time, I am a minister. I was licensed as a minister and I believe it was 2012. <laughs> so I've been a minister for several years. I am currently in school to become a therapist. I'm working on my master's because this is what I feel God has called me to. I truly enjoy women's ministry. I believe that God has called me to truly um, just pray over, to speak a word into, speak life over, to encourage All of those things, I believe that God has called me to the lives of women. However, I do not limit God in any shape, form or fashion because I recognize that God will use me however he chooses. And so oftentimes God uses me to speak into the lives of men. God uses me to speak to men and remind them who he has called them to be and to just speak the truth of the word of God over their lives as well. And so I'm extremely grateful to be used by God. You guys, none of this would be possible if it were not for the Holy Spirit, if it were not for the Lord, if it were not for God continuing to give me the grace to do what it is that I do. And so anyway, if this is your first time tuning in, I usually don't talk very much about my background, but I wanted to share that today for someone who has no idea who I am. So if you're here again, I want to say thank you and welcome to Journey to Purpose Podcast. I pray that you leave this episode inspired. I pray that you leave this episode encouraged. I pray that you leave this episode knowing that God is with you, God is for you, and God has a plan for your life. If you are a returning listener, I just want to say thank you and I love you. You guys show up time and time again and I'm so grateful for it. I am seeing that my podcast has been played has been played in Ghana and that it is reaching places that I never would have thought that it it would have made it to. And so I want to thank all of you guys who have continued to support me. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I am grateful for you. I bless God for all of you guys. Okay, so today's podcast episode is titled, The Cost of the Cross. The cost of the cross, the cost of the cross. And you guys, as I I feel so full with this word, Um, as I begin to talk about this podcast episode, I want to give honor where honor is due. This podcast episode is inspired by a pastor by the name of Philip Mitchell, who is a pastor in Atlanta, whom I have the deepest respect for. When I share with you guys that this man is anointed um, and he's flawed just like all of us are, but this man is so anointed when he preaches the word of God, you can be certain that it is the pure, unadulterated truth of the word of God. And so I appreciate that. Um, I listened to one of his sermons, you guys, and it was the most convicting sermon that I have heard I want to say almost in my lifetime but it was such a convicting sermon that I felt it was important for me to just share it with someone else and so um I pray that you all are blessed by this podcast episode I pray that God speaks to your heart I pray that you walk away in courage. I pray for those of you guys who need to be convicted I pray that you too walk away convicted I just pray that the Holy Spirit correct you in whatever area you need to be corrected in so that you are better. Um, and so we are going to begin this podcast episode by reading a particular verse in scripture. And what I want to do is I want to make sure that I pulled it up and you guys, I actually have it in two different versions. Here is what the scripture says. I'm sorry. Let me give a moment to those of you guys who are note takers. If you are a note taker and for everyone else, the scripture that we're reading from on today is Matthew chapter 16 verses 24 24 through 26. Again, that's Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 through 26. And this is what the scripture says. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever will save his life shall lose it, and whoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? You guys, I have truly been just praying over this message and praying that God would use me and I wanted to share a word that was pertinent to everything that is going on in the world on today. I'm looking at the state of the world, looking at the wars wars that are taking place in Israel and if you are a person who reads the Bible at all, you know that this is a sign of things that are to come. You know that this is a sign that the rapture will be coming. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to happen on tomorrow, but for sure it will be coming, that the Lord is going to rapture his church. And so anyway, as I think about the importance of this, as I think about the the thing that is certain to come, that Jesus is soon to come back, when I think about the fact, not even just that, because before Jesus ever cracks this sky, some of us are going to Our life is going to be over. Some of us are going to experience taking our last breath and all of those things. And I think about the fact that there are so many young people that are dying now. Um, We live this life taking every breath for granted, taking every day for granted, taking our relationships for granted. Um, We take for granted that we're going to have the opportunity to do all of these things that we've been putting off forever. We say we're going to do it at the last minute, even though we don't know if the last minute is going to come. The way that we live is so parenthetical. Um, It's just completely opposite of the word of God. I will say that Um, when I think about that, I'm reminded of how we should be looking at our days um, as if they are numbered because truly they are. And so when I think about this particular text, I think about the necessity of every minister of the gospel, every prophet, every everyone who calls themselves a disciple, everyone who calls themselves a believer. I want to remind you guys of the importance of sharing Jesus with someone, the importance of sharing with someone um, your testimony of Christ, what Christ has done for you, how Christ has changed your life, how walking with Christ daily has kept you from some things. And so Today, I want to just, God, I just want to share with you guys um, a message that Jesus spoke to all of us and is still speaking to all of us. And Jesus says that if you're going to be my disciple, if you're going to follow me, these are the three things that you have to do. First, he says, he must deny himself and even though it's saying him we know that when we see man in the in the word of god that it is typically well in most instances it's referencing mankind there are truly some instances where god says woman and he says man and he's talking about the genders but there are a whole lot of scriptures where we know that when he says man he's not just talking about men he's talking about as a whole, mankind. And so what he says is that you have to be willing to deny yourself. Deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. And someone is listening to this podcast saying, Ilana, I don't understand that. That doesn't, that doesn't make sense to me. I am not a person who reads the scripture on a daily basis. I didn't grow in grow up in church. I'm not a biblical scholar. I don't know what you mean by deny yourself. Paul said it in the scripture as this, Paul said that I die daily and I know that that doesn't even sound like something that's comfortable or comfortable or that doesn't even sound like something that's appealing. But Paul said I die Daily, And here is what Paul was saying. Paul was saying, I deny myself the opportunity to gratify the desires of my flesh that I recognize that when I met Jesus, I was truly operating in my flesh. I was my own God. I was doing what I wanted to do. I did things in a way that pleased me. I did what I willed. Um, I gratified the desires of my own flesh. If I had lust, I went and did what I needed to do to fulfill that lust. If I had, if I was a person who wanted to get revenge, if you were someone who was, um, a revenge seeker, then what you would do before you knew Christ prayerfully, you guys aren't doing it after knowing him, but, what you would have done was you would have exacted that revenge. You would have sought to get that revenge. Whatever it is that was natural to you to do that was sinful, that was in your flesh. Jesus says, I want you to deny yourself that. I want you to deny yourself. And if I can make this thing practical, there are going to be so many instances in your life. Even when you examine your life now, there are so many examples of you having to deny yourself. Have you ever had a conversation with someone who was disrespectful, and you wanted to get right back disrespectful because you recognized that they could take it low, but you could take it even lower. But you chose not to, for whatever reason, you chose not to, you denied yourself. You wanted to get even, but you denied yourself. You wanted to tell your part of the story, but you denied yourself. You wanted to cheat back, but you denied yourself. There are going to be instances in the life of a believer where you're going to have to deny yourself. And the Lord says that if you're going to be my disciple You got to learn how to deny yourself. You can't give yourself everything that you've always wanted. You can't give yourself everything that your flesh desires. You can't give yourself everything that your mind says that it desires. You have to learn how to deny yourself. And even as I am speaking to you guys, I'm wondering, where would you be if you had never denied yourself anything some of you guys would be on my 600 pound life and i am not being funny <laughs> myself included but sometimes you have to to deny yourself because you recognize that it is for your greater good I gotta deny myself some of you guys would have been in dead-end relationships had you not recognized that you needed to deny yourself had you not said this looks good but I don't know if this is good for me in the long haul I gotta deny myself some of you guys would have ended up with incurable STDs had you not recognized that you needed to deny yourself some of you guys would have ended up bankrupt had you not recognized that you need to deny yourself had you not recognized man i want to be i want to be big but little got me so i can't do that in this season i can't ball out the way i want to because really i don't have the money to cover this had you not been willing to deny yourself where would you be and as my friend would say honey I have a friend named Arian whose dear friend Darlene God rest her soul would say all orange no accessories you guys if I had not denied myself baby I would be an all orange with no accessories I would not be cute baby I would be locked up there are a few things that I would have done that would not have been pleasing to God and it would not have been pleasing um, to anybody's judge okay and so if I were not willing to deny myself because we've all had instances where people have either do, done something to our child and that, that made us want to go all the way left. It done made us want to break every law possible. We've all had a moment where we were like, okay, <laughs> I can lose my mind at this moment. I could absolutely snap and make a wrong decision at this moment. But you recognize that for your greater good, you needed to deny yourself. And so when the Lord says that he wants you to deny yourself, I want you to know that God is not trying to keep you He's not trying to keep good things from you. God is trying to do something for you. God is seeking to protect you and you, denying yourself. Some of us, had we denied ourselves, we would never have become single mothers. Had we denied ourselves our desires as teenagers, as 20s, as 30s, as 40s, whatever age you were, Had you been willing to deny yourself, you never would have ended up raising that baby all by yourself. Had we been willing to deny ourselves, we would have never ended up with the addictions that we have on this day. Had we been willing to deny ourselves, we would have a much better relationship with our siblings and our parents and those people who we love had we been willing to To deny ourselves. And so, one of the trademarks of being a follower of of Christ, one of the trademarks of being a true disciple, one of the trademarks for truly being a Christian is that I deny myself, is the person who is willing to deny themselves. And so, next, what he says is that you're going to have to take up your cross. Take up your cross. Take up your cross. You guys. Philip Mitchell said, the fact that you have a cross, it means that there is weight on you. There is something that weighs heavily on you. And so I want to ask you on today, what is the cross that God is asking you to take up? What is the hard thing that God is asking you to do in this season that seems as if you're unable to do it it seems as if there's no way you're going to be able to do this it seems as if i can't make another day here i can't do this anymore i'm tired of it i'm fed up what is the cross that god is asking you to bear for some of us our crosses are different some of you guys You'll recognize that your cross is your job, that God is saying, I'm not giving you permission to leave. I'm not going to give you an out. I'm not going to promote you. I'm not going to get you another position somewhere else. I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to ask you to do is to stay here. I'm teaching you to love people who don't love you. I'm teaching you to respect people who don't respect you. I'm teaching you to be kind to people who are not kind to you. I'm teaching you to love the way that I love. Will you deny yourself? Will you take up your cross? For some of you guys, the cross is going to be you bearing the weight of single motherhood for some of you guys you're raising these children by yourself and the weight is heavy for some of you guys the cross that you are bearing is being single maybe god is saying you're going to be single for a season but maybe god is saying that i've called you to be single for a lifetime who knows what the will of god is but God himself. But whatever it is that God is calling you to, I want to remind you that he is asking you to take up your cross. I think that a lot of us thought that when we came to Christianity, that Christianity was going to be easy. But I'm confused as to why we ever thought that because life isn't easy. Relationships are not easy. This is not easy being black in america is not easy there are so many difficulties and adversities that we face day after day but we thought because we came to christ that all of it was going to cease we thought that the life was going to stop life and we thought that life would no longer be the way that it has been but i want you to know the life will be, life will keep lifing. But the thing about God is that He be guiding. The thing about God is that He be protecting. The thing about God is that He be leading and guiding. The thing about God is that He be keeping. The thing about God is that God be giving peace. Do you understand me? I know you guys are probably all in your grammar police moment, but I'm telling you right now that the thing about God is that God. God will keep you. As you deny yourself, God will keep you. As you seek to pick up your cross, to take up your cross and bear the weight of it, I want you to know that God will sustain you. That God will give you the grace that you need. You guys, I was listening to I was listening to Pastor Mitchell's um sermon and I sat there for a moment and I said, Lord, what is my cross? And I won't even share it with you guys for personal reasons because I always have a desire to protect my family um, and the privacy of those those people who live with me, who do life with me, who I love. But when God shared to me what my cross was, you guys, I could have broke down crying because it is the thing in my life right now that is so weighty that I don't even feel like I could bear it anymore it is a thing of my life that is sometimes it has me on the brink of depression it is the thing in my life that I find myself continuously going at, going back to God going and asking God for the grace to keep sustaining me in it it is the thing in my life that is on my last nerve it is the thing of my life that I'm least uns- I'm least certain about you guys I find myself being certain Being uncertain about it, I find myself asking God why I find myself asking God, are you sure I find myself asking God, this is what you have for me. It is the thing in my life that I recognize that it is the will of God, but it's not comfortable to me? What is the thing in your life that when you look at it, you see that this is the will of God, but it doesn't feel good. And I want to remind somebody today that the will of God doesn't always feel good. Sometimes the will of God feels like weight on you. Sometimes the will of God seems as if it is something that you can not bear. Sometimes the will of God is difficult. Sometimes the will of God requires a different version of you, who you used to be. You're not going to be in this season because what God is calling you to hold on to, what he's calling you to carry, what he's calling you to bear as your cross, you're going to need more of a prayer life for that. You're going to need more of the word on the inside of you for that. You are going to need more intimate time with God so that he might strengthen you for that. I don't know what your cross is. But what I do know is that God said you must pick up your cross and walk and follow me. If you're going to be my disciple, my expectation of you is that you deny yourself. And even picking up this cross is an act of denying yourself. Because as you bear this cross, this cross isn't the thing. It's not the thing that you want. It's not the thing you ask God for. You never ask God for this illness. You never ask God to have a marriage that fell apart. You never asked God to To be a single parent. You never asked God to be financially strapped. You never asked God for children who would defy you. Children who would be disrespectful to you. Children who would dishonor you. You never asked God for any of this. You didn't ask God to raise you up in a household. Where you were sexually, physically, or emotionally abused. You didn't ask God for these things. But in this season. God is saying. Take up. Your cross. Take up your cross. I know it's weighty, but I'm going to give you the grace. God, watch this, you guys. God will give you the grace to bear the cross. Some of you guys are going through things with your children. God will give you the weight. He will give you the grace to bear the weight of the cross. Some of you guys are going through things in your marriage. God will give you the grace to bear the weight. Some of you guys are going through things with stepchildren. Watch me, not just children, children who don't belong to you. And I know that we all want to be perfect in that way where we don't differentiate between our flesh and our blood and our stepchildren. But there is a difference. There's a difference because it's going to stretch you more. And so for those of you guys who are going through things with your stepchildren, I want to remind you, God will give you the grace to bear the weight. Some of you guys have lost someone and you're still in a season of bereavement. You're still longing for them. You are still asking God why I want to remind you that we serve a God who will give you the grace to bear the weight. For some of you guys, God is calling you to evangelize. God is calling you to speak into the lives of other people, to share the truth of the gospel, to share Jesus with others. And it's uncomfortable because this ain't never been you. It's uncomfortable because you call yourself an introvert. It's uncomfortable because you ain't never been a Bible thumper. It's uncomfortable because it's not the nature of who you are. But God has called you to bear this cross. I'm here to remind you, you serve a God who will give you the grace to bear the weight. It doesn't mean that it's going to disappear, but God is going to give you the grace to bear the weight. Some of you guys have incurable diseases And you're like, God, I don't understand this. I'm not the worst of persons. God, I don't understand this. You know how we ask God, Lord, why do bad things, why does bad things happen to good people? God, why did this happen to me? You don't understand it, but you're still trying to walk with God. I'm just here to remind you, that God is going to give you the grace to bear the weight. Some of you guys are struggling with guilt for whatever reason. Some of you guys are wrestling with guilt. Some of you guys don't feel as if you're good enough parents. You don't feel like you're good enough wives. You don't feel as if you're good enough husbands. You don't feel as if you're a good enough teacher. You don't feel as if you're a good enough employee. I want to remind you that you serve a God whose grace is sufficient and that God will give you the grace to bear the weight that's the kind of god we serve and so what god says is this i want you to deny yourself i want you to take up your cross and follow me well last i want you to follow me so first i want you to deny yourself i want you to take up your cross that second and then last i want you to follow me When I looked up the definition of follow, follow means to come after. If I am coming after Jesus, that is to say that Jesus always comes first. Jesus always comes first. And so even if you guys are listening to this now, I want you to ask yourself, am I a true follower of Christ? Am I denying myself? Am I taking up my cross? Am I truly following him? Am I a follower or am I a fan? There were so many people in the multitudes that were going with Jesus and following Jesus different places and doing all of these things who were truly not with Jesus, who truly were not willing to make Jesus Lord of their life, who would not give up anything or sacrifice anything to follow Jesus. But that is the cost of the cross that is going to cost you something. It's going to cost you something to follow Christ. Some of you guys have lost friendships because it's going to cost you something. The weight of the cross has a cost. It's going to cost you something to truly be a follower of Christ. It's going to cause some things to fall off of you. You're going to become a different person when you become truly following Christ. And when we look at, The body of Christ, and we look at some of the believers. I know it's tough because we see people who say that they are believers, but they live such compromised lifestyles that there is no possible way to tell them from the regular people who are non believers. It's hard to tell them apart from the regular culture. There's no way to differentiate between them and the world because that's just how compromised they are. Those people, it's because they're not really followers they're only fans (laughs) that's a play on word you guys i don't want nobody going going into the back of their head when they heard only fans but they are not followers they're only fans there are people who jesus looks good and it sounds good on the surface oh watch this you guys here recently this was several years ago was it several years ago a while back um I, for whatever reason, I can't remember what was going on that day, what was going on in my thoughts, but I remember the Holy Spirit and it has to be the Holy Spirit because I am not brilliant like this. When I come up with stuff that I'm like, what? That's got to be a God thing because there's no way I could have come up with that on my own. But I was thinking about submission towards God. And as I was thinking about submission, I remember the Holy Spirit said, there are levels to this. There are levels to this. There are levels to this. There are levels to submission, Ilana. And when I tell you, I began to ponder and I was like, Lord, I don't understand. How can there be levels to submission? Either we're submitted to you or you're not. And then the examples that the Holy Spirit began to give me were just overwhelming because I was like, man, God, only you can reveal these types of things to us. And so what the Lord says is, Ilana, some people will surrender or submit enough to me where they're like, okay, I'm going to submit. And I'm going to admit that I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God, that he was, that he was crucified on a cross, that he was buried, but he raised again, three days later, later that he did all of this for remission for my sins. Some people are submitted enough to say, you know what? I, I believe that Jesus is Lord. I accept him as my Lord and savior. But then there are some people who say I am submitted enough to where I believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior and I am going to live my life in a manner that reflects that I believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. And Then we have another level of submission. Um, There are some people who say, I believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior and not only am I going to live my life in a manner that reflects that I believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, I am going to deny myself I am going to pick up my cross. I am going to do what it is that the word says I ought to be doing. There are different levels of submission to God. Some of us are submitted enough to where, okay, I'm submitted enough to not bust the gates of hell wide open. Okay. Others of us are like, I'm so submitted to God that I got to be walking with him daily. I'm so submitted to God that before I make a decision, I pray to him. I'm so submitted. To God, that I ask God to bless everything that I put my hands to. I'm so submitted to God that when I mess up, I go to God and I repent. I'm so submitted to God that it just doesn't sit right in my soul for me to go back to being who I used to be. That when I sin, I wrestle with it. That when I am in a sinful state, I am tearful and I am broken and I find myself weeping because that's how much I want to please my Heavenly Father. There are levels to this. And so we have some people who are fans, but we have some people who are truly followers of Christ. And you have to decide that which you want to be. The Bible says, choose ye this day whom you will serve. As you are listening to this text, as you are listening to me talk about this text, I'm sorry. Choose ye this day. You cannot do all of those things that you want to do. You cannot remain in your flesh you cannot remain in a sinful state where you're continuing to gratify the desires of the flesh acting as if you don't know the will of God concerning this thing you cannot continue to be this evil person who is hard to get along with who is unkind to other people who's always wreaking havoc always got something bad to say about somebody always gossiping always unkind always unpleasant you cannot continue to be that same person but then say you're a follower of Christ that doesn't even make sense because followers of Christ the true meaning are the ones who are willing to deny themselves the ones who are willing to take up their cross the ones who are willing to follow Jesus and so I ask you on today are you a fan or are you a follower Are you truly surrendered before God? Have you truly submitted yourself before him? And watch this, you guys. I'm not just talking about submitting your soul to him. I am talking about submitting everything before him. Every single thing that causes your heart worry. Every single thing that causes your heart panic. Every single thing that when you think about it, a fear raises up. Submit it to God. Submit it to God, remain submitted to God, like God, I can't do this all by myself when I talk about the weight of the cross. I want you to be reminded you are not bearing the weight of the cross alone. We serve a God who comes alongside us. Matter of fact, we serve a God who says that for us to cast our cares on him for he cares for us. And so God bears the weight of certain things for us. God comes alongside us. He strengthens us. God comes alongside of us and he gives us the grace to bear the weight. And so you guys, as I talk about the cost of the cross, I want to remind you that if you are living a Christian life that is on easy street, it is quite possible that you have been compromised. If you are living a Christian life where it seems as if you are never being tempted, where it seems as if you are never at all going through any trials, where it seems as if you are never at all being tested it is probably because you are no threat to the enemy. If the enemy is not attacking you, it's because there's not a bullseye on your back because you're already compromised. The cost of the cross. You guys, following Christ cost us something. And it's not to say that What we carry, the weight that we carry is not going to be beneficial because listen here, I believe that what God has in store for us who choose to follow him, who truly choose an intimate relationship and walk with him, what God has in store for us, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Do you understand me? God has something for you. And ultimately, if I can truly be honest in my own walk, if I can only if I can testify, you guys, to walk with the Lord is a gift. It is a gift to be able to um, be used by God is a gift. You guys, even though I feel at times that the anointing on my life, that the way that God uses me is a part of my cross, you guys. It is my greatest honor in life to preach the word of God. It is the greatest honor of my life to speak the word of God into you guys' lives. It is the greatest honor of my life to have the Holy Spirit use me. It is my greatest joy when I have the opportunity to encourage the pers- encourage somebody else and it's the Holy Spirit speaking through me. My God to be used by him. There is nothing like it. And so you guys, I want to, I just want to end this podcast episode on light note. (laughs) I want to end this podcast episode by reminding all of you guys that you are salt and you are light. Salt in the scripture means that you are a preserver. You are, you're helping to preserve. When you share the word of God, you are preserving people. When you are able to um, walk into the room and you bring forth light, when you come in and instead of gossiping, you want to talk about good news, you want to talk about the good news, you have something positive to say when you are the one who speaks life and not death, when you are the light. It is so impactful in the lives of others. Sometimes you don't have to Bible thumb. Sometimes you don't have to say all of these things. There are times where people will simply learn by watching you. You are salt and you are light. And so what God has called you to as a believer, as a true follower, God has called you to deny yourself. God has called you to take up your cross. God has called you to follow him that is my word for today you guys and it again was titled the cost of the cross. I love all of you guys so much and I'm so grateful that you were here and listening to this episode. I pray that it blesses you. I pray that there was some nugget in this episode that you are able to take with you. I pray that you can use this as encouragement. I pray that on those days when you are having a hard time bearing the weight of what God has called you to in this season, I pray that you come back to this podcast episode and that you are reminded that you serve a God who will give you grace to bear the weight. I love you. I love you. I love all of you guys. Peace out. If you're listening to this message, that means that you finished this entire episode. And for that, I want to say thank you. If this message blessed you in any way, please consider supporting us by sharing the podcast, by subscribing to this podcast, and also by leaving us a review. We would greatly appreciate it if you could do those things. Again, thank you for tuning in. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Peace out.